this program to bring you a special report. Welcome back to South of the A. As always, I am your host, Vega. For you new here, I'd like to introduce you to our little corner of the internet. We're a local San Diegan podcast that loves to discuss our diverse communities and those lucky enough to call it home. Today, we interview a local entrepreneur, Jen, from 30 Flirty and Crafty. Wow, can't believe I said it right this time. I completely butchered it on the episode. You'll hear me stumble on my words. But Jen, you were so nice about it. Shout out to you. Uh, but anyway, we discuss female empowerment, parenthood, and cultural pride, amongst other things. And honestly, I love having these conversations. It really is a blessing to be able to reach out to people and just have a nice sit-down conversation, even if it's, it is through Zoom. Um, just because it is an inspiration. You know, it's very, very motivational to myself and... I hope uh, some of that reflects over to you guys, the listeners. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Have a good rest of your Friday. Hi, Jen. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited that we're sitting down and having this conversation. Yeah, so am I. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself for the podcast, please? Yes, my name is Jennifer Cardona. Um, I am 31 years old. I recently started 30 Flirty and Crafty, I want to say back in August is when I officially started doing the event, you know, here and there. And it's when it kind of just turned into something. Great. Can you tell me uh, what 30, sorry, what was it again? 30 <laughs> never Flirty. Say it 30 flirty and crafty 30 so flirty 30 flirty i don't know if you maybe you have it it's a crazy chick flick um no unfortunately yeah I, you know so what? it's from the movie this. i wrote i love rom-coms but i haven't seen that one so right. yeah it's from 30 going on 30 13 going on 30 oh i've seen that one i just yeah I so i don't know if you remember there's the part where the girl she just says i just want to grow up and i just want to be 30 <laughs> flirty and thriving and when i turned 30 i was always saying that yeah so um when i started crafting and started doing the shirts i i couldn't set my i couldn't think of like something catchy and that's just what i fell back on oh, except cool. you know i turned it into crafty instead of thriving yeah. Well, same thing, right? Yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's that's super creative, and it's also very catchy. And I'm sure the people that know the reference will like it even more because it's like, of course, yes, you know. And you know what? It's yeah. kind of funny because a lot of the girls think that I only sell, like, hey, I'm turning thirty merch. Oh, I see. Which okay. I should start including. <laughs> that's. I was gonna say that's a very specific niche, but I don't see that on your page. You know, it's not like no. It's not like well, those um. Uh, I hate to compare it, but like those Facebook ads you get where it's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> 30 and it's like yeah. you know, with your name and it's like very generic things. And it's like, yeah, it's no, I know yeah. once this girl stumped me because she's like, where are all your 30 shirts? And I was like, damn, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, how did, how did the, uh, the idea for it start? Not just the name of it, but the, um, the enterprise, I guess. Just the, the, yeah. Well, my kids go to school up the street from Salud. They go to Burbank. Okay. And I was very involved in the school. I was a PTO president. I was, you know, organizing events, doing this and that. And when COVID hit, um, well, my kids didn't have to go to school anymore. And I was just literally staying home. And we didn't go anywhere. And I was, I 
had anxiety since my son was born. So I literally had to do something to keep myself busy. I I ordered my machine and I started, you know, like labeling, literally labeling everything in my house, like pillowcases, towels, cups, everything. My husband was going crazy. And then I started making shirts for my kids. And then here and there, my cousins would be like, oh, well, make me one and sell me this one and do this. And so it started out just custom. I would just custom make shirts for, you know, birthday parties here and there. And then the idea started to grow on me that maybe I should start making shirts that I liked and see if everyone else liked them too. And that's how kind of it turned into a, like a little shop. Okay. So, uh, so then I was going to ask, so how is it that you've like cultivated your audience? Cause like I said, I like your product, even though I myself haven't bought anything, <laughs> but yeah. it just seems so unique, you know? So how has the process of cultivating an audience been for you? You know, you mentioned someone asked you, why don't you have 30, you know, yeah. you haven't maybe taken that turn because you want to do shirts that you would wear. Right. Yeah. So for, for me, it's kind of like, I guess it's turned into like, like it's kind of turned into a brand, you know, where like it it has a niche. It's kind of like the woman empowerment tees and you know, like how, how, how can I go with it where it's not coming off so strong, but my point is still coming across. And I think that's what the girls like. They like that. I make it funny and they like that. I make it girly and it's not something that's being done already. Right. You know, like I really like one of my favorite shirts and the one that is the most popular is probably the no time for pendejos. <laughs> and I know other girls have done it, but it's just kind of like they like it because it go it ties everything together, you know? Yeah. No, so I, it just, I was going to say it. I agree, but also because like, <laughs> like that, right? No time for for pendejos like that's a Spanish thing. that's that's something that yeah everybody, so that's a that's a that's a thing that's very niche because you well you got to be spanglish you probably have to be local those are sort of the things yeah. that you know you can't just sell all over the place so how is it that you think uh being local to san diego has sort of influenced uh part of the things that you've done like some of the uh the art behind well the- definitely barrio logan has inspired me a lot you know i've been living here since 2012 I've moved down here when I first got married and I had my daughter um the community you know like it's just I feel like it embraces you so much and I feel like we the people that live here and even the people that just come and shop and you're just inspired by it you know and I love the mixing of the the English and Spanish I think it's fun and believe it or not it's not just people that speak Spanish that are buying the shirts. Like I can go uh-huh. to different events in East Lake and I'll get different kinds of customers everywhere, okay. which is really cool. You know, I had yeah. someone in New York order, um, the no temper pendejos and just a bunch of shirts. And I was like, who in New York knows about my page? You know, I was just like caught off guard because I was over here making the label and I was like, New yeah. York, like how, like, how did it get to that point? You know? Yeah, well, I was actually, it's a perfect segue to my next question. You know, with things like social media, the reach is pretty ridiculous, right? Yeah. Sometimes people will say like, well, for things like a business, numbers do matter, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe for a personal page, they're just numbers. It's just like, (laughs) but for someone that has a business, you know, a like goes a long way because again, that like might introduce your page to someone else that hasn't seen it recommended and it's sort of a snowball effect. So you've seen sort of that effect with getting orders from new york is there anything else that sort of surprises you because of instagram or because of your social media network you know what i love the fact that 
um, my customers really take it upon themselves to, I don't know, they hype me up. They make me want <laughs> nice. to make new things so that, you know, like they're excited about it and right. they post and they take pictures and they tag me and they tell their friends and it's always like, Hey, my friend told me and my friend sent me and this and that. And, you know, it's really exciting because like I said, I started doing custom. Like I never thought that people would want to wear the shirts that I wanted to wear. Right. It you know it turns into something. It's just amazing. Yeah, like you mentioned earlier, sort of a brand now, right? You're not yeah. just creating things. You're there. There's a sort of a name behind it. I yeah, like, you know. it's it's fun. It's definitely fun. I love it. I love interacting with with um, all of my um, followers on Instagram because I feel like they all like the stuff that I like. They all like stand with me when I say oh well, I like this shirt and it's gonna say fuck gender roles mm -hmm. and that one was like it sold like crazy you know and I had a, a man come up to me at walk the block one day I was selling and he said you do not know how much um this means to me that someone is making these shirts and making it a point to know you know like yeah get it across get it across that we're living in a different time and we have to break that stereotype we have to break live growing up mexican you know like yeah. it's always like you're a woman you have to do this you have to do that and i kind of wanted to show my daughter that no you don't have to grow up and get married and have kids you know you can do whatever you want we have to break that norm yeah especially because a lot of people will talk about it being different right like if you ask one someone straight up it's like oh should women you know make equal pay as men it's like sure yes of course there shouldn't be a gap but then society doesn't change. It's like we're all no. acknowledging it, but nobody really wants to do anything about it. So when you confront something like your shirts or something that it's really in your face, and I know you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier, like, oh, it's feminism, but not too strong. or not, not that it's not strong, but it's not aggressive. It's fun. I feel like it's, it's done in a fun way, and yeah. it still makes it a point. A point. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that's what I was going to say. It's still sort of in your face because it makes you realize, like, well, shit, like, yeah, fuck gender roles, you know? <laughs> on turn you know sometimes someone could have probably asked well what's a gender role right and it, and it opens a discussion because yeah thing, well like is it really a gender role uh or what is a gender role and just to start a conversation i feel like that's a pretty powerful thing to have you know come out of your shirts that i'm sure yeah i'm sure that you didn't intend with every single shirt but i'm sure <laughs> point, you know it's, I mean? it's crazy yeah. yeah um i have parents even just ordering those shirts for their kids oh, which great. makes me happy because in my home we're we're very open to everything you know yeah. so my kids don't think that I don't know, fuck gender roles or chingona or things like that are bad words. My kids right. just say them freely. And then I kind of have to sit back and think like, oh, well, now there's more parents that think like me. And it's exactly. it's fun. You know, like it opens the idea for me to include kids clothes in the future, like kids T-shirts and kids tees, yeah. which would be really fun. Yeah, no, definitely. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, it's one of those things where people are coming up to you and telling you how much it means to them, right? Mm -hmm. So even though it does seem like a great shirt, and I if I saw, if I saw someone with it, I'd be like, hell yeah, you know, high five. <laughs> not, not right now, it's COVID. <laughs> Air high five, you know. Yeah. Um, but if to someone, it could mean so much. It could mean, you know, representation, mm -hmm. or it could mean something like, you know, exactly. finally someone said it. Or again, it could all bring that conversation with their parents, you know, because yeah it's those shirts and it's those sort of things that make it more mainstream because a lot of times mm -hmm. people won't accept something until everybody else around them accepts it and then yeah it's they have to you know they have sort of have to change it and, and i don't want to say just older generations it's just very 
very stubborn people, you know, mm-hmm. people that are very set in the ways. Again, if they see it more normalized, things like chingona, chingona isn't a bad thing. Chingona is a I don't think chingona is a bad word. Chingona <laughs> is like the kind of things that I'm like, I love my sister because they're chingonas, you know what I mean? Yes, so exactly. It's the sort of thing that if we normalize these things, then you know, everybody can embrace it, I guess. Yes. They're embracing themselves, they're embracing the word, you know. Um, my daughter, she says it all the time. She's like I was sometimes I'll be like, oh, you're so smart. She's like, no, mom, I'm a chingona. And I'm like, yeah, you are, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's eight years old and she gets it, awesome. you know, yeah. that's great. So we're going to talk uh, a little bit more about the community. You mentioned Barry Logan and you also actually mentioned walk the block. I know I've seen you guys around there. Um, I've seen you guys posted uh, in Barry Logan. I think the last time I saw you there, you were by the uh, Soloka post that yeah. they have out there. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to say, what, what has been your experience with Walk the Block and just in Barry Logan selling in those little shops because of COVID? Dude, I honestly, I was always a customer at Walk the Block, you know? Mm-hmm. I would, like I said, my kids go up the street to school. I live right around the corner. I live over here by Northgate and I don't drive. So I walk everywhere. <laughs> so I always go into all the little shops and I feel like once I started vending, I've been to so many events. I've been everywhere, you know, and I feel just like my home is walk the block. Like, I feel like that's where I feel like the most comfortable. That's where I feel like I can be myself. That's where I know people that come to the block will appreciate and get my shirts. Of course. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I'm right in the middle where I can have customers come and meet me and then I'll be like hey well your order is ready come and get it at walk the block and they just won't stop with me they'll go with everyone else and it's just like we're all helping each other out you know the community has really embraced me and the girls all the women-owned shops it's kind of like um, when I started selling my shirts there it wasn't just one shop like you know I have them at the little shop San Diego I have them at Chiquita Cafe I have them at El Puesto I have them you know like a lot of the a lot of the women there are you would think that it's kind of like oh well I don't want to sell this here or sell this hair or if you're selling over here don't sell with me and it's just no like it, the community is just so open about helping each other out and I love it um, that's why I took you know a little step and I decided to open my shop here in um, on Logan because I feel like where else where else could I do it that you know would just bring it back full circle for me yeah, no, definitely. And I feel like I agree with the whole idea of um, sort of uplifting the, your own community, you know, mm-hmm. like that gentrification idea where yeah. it's so easy to be have the idea of like competition, right? Like yeah. that's where a lot of people's heads go to, but it, it's really not that. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. you, you'll have someone come and pick, pick up an order and then they maybe go pick up a beer and then they go pick up another yeah. thing, pick up a shirt or a sticker or a piece of art, you know? From everyone else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it, it's sort of uh, an ecosystem. That, especially in places like Barry Logan, and we're seeing them spread out a little bit more in the South Bay. You know, we have a little bit of, of it in like uh, Chula Vista with like the breweries and the bars and things like that. Not so much v- vendors, but uh, just like local owned uh, establishments, you know, mm-hmm. and National City is getting a little bit of it. And I'm just I'm glad to see it because it is sort of the community doing it for the community by the community sort of thing you know it'd be so easy yeah it's amazing for other people you know to come down and sort of take over but we don't let it you know and yeah i have great. people all the time like you know come to walk the block and i'll be like hey well you can they will they'll order a shirt that maybe i won't have in their size and i'll ask them i was like hey well we'll meet up we'll meet up tomorrow and they're like oh no i'm from riverside oh no i'm from la <laughs> they literally just drive down to walk yeah. the block and to oh, me, that's, that's kind of like, 
it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. because it's the, the hashtag and the Instagram, it's going somewhere, you know, it's oh, bringing people into the community and having, having them see what we see on a daily, you know? Yeah. Well, it's just, I feel like it's a lot of a uh, Barrio Logan in general, right? So you have things like La Vuelta, you have things like Chicano Park and Chicano Park Day and all those sort of things that sort of bring so many people together. And I'll be honest, a lot of times I, I grew up in San Diego and Tijuana and things like that. And I remember always thinking like, I'd come to Chicano Park, but not as much as I do now, you know, not as much yeah. as I do now. And it's like, man, I wish I would have taken advantage from the beginning, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's amazing. And I, I tell my friends all the time, it's like, if you, cause I'll post pictures, you know, here and there. And they always ask, like, where is that? Or where are you? Where yeah. you and I'm like, dude, you got to <laughs> calm it down. Like, I got to tell you, you're cooped up in your house. You want to do something, bring a mask, uh, some hand sanitizer. And just walk around. Walk around. Yeah. 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 It's honestly, it's super fun. And uh, even with pre-COVID, when we had a lot of more of the, um, uh, the things that were open indoors, like the, some of the boutiques and some of the, uh, what's it called, the art, uh, art galleries and things like that, or events mm -hmm. down there. But honestly, I love I love that little community you guys have cultivated. It seems uh, it seems like a lot of fun and very supportive. It is. It's really it really is. I also I I, I mean I only moved here in 2012, and um, I didn't come a lot I, because also you have to think there was no Northgate. There wasn't a lot of the shops that's there now. There wasn't. Um, I can't remember if Por Vida was here or not already. But I would literally take walks with my daughter and I'd just walk around Chicano Park and then come back because I, I couldn't find anything, you know? And then, I mean, to go outside now and to say, well, we can go grab a coffee here and a coffee there and shop here. And it's just, you know, it's just, it's fun. You, you literally just stay here and you have a lot to do. Yeah. It's, well, like we mentioned, it's sort of an epicenter now, right? Like mm -hmm. you go for one thing and then you end up with, yeah. <laughs> guilty of that, you know, go for a coffee or a beer. And then I walk out of there with some records and a shirt. And then now I have the vintage shop. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like, damn, like <laughs> where did I grab all this stuff? You know, but I walk out of there having a lot of fun. It's been great dates for myself, my, uh, my girlfriend and, you know, yeah. and all those sort of things where it's just, it's a fun little thing to do. And I know they're, what is it, every Sunday, correct? It's no, Saturday. Saturday. It's every Saturday, Saturday from 12 Saturday. to 6. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now you have something that sort of becomes a routine or sort of becomes a tradition, you know, within your family. I know I have that with my parents. Sometimes we don't know what to do on a Saturday and we'll, we'll get some coffee, you know, and then. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I do. I do a lot with my kids, you know, like my kids, maybe it's a bad habit I'm forming, but we always just uh, go get a coffee and then we go get breakfast at El Carrito. <laughs> and now it's kind of like, oh, mom, what time are we going? And it's like, no, we're not going today. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but yeah, it just becomes sort of a routine. It just becomes sort of part of your daily thing. And it's, it's, it's cool to have those sort of things with the kids, I'm sure. Like I have a kid and every time we have something, you know, and then if I tell him in advance, like he won't stop talking about it until we go. You know? Yeah. So if we go a couple Saturdays in a row now, every Saturday, but it's good because now we have something that he'll grow up and think, Oh, I remember back in, on Saturdays. Yeah. This, you know, we're building memories. And I mean, if I buy him a toy today, he'll forget about it. Tomorrow, <laughs> you know? But if I give him a memory, you know, that's yes. he'll look back and think, Oh, that was awesome. I can't believe it. Exactly. I, I feel like now more than anything, we have to show our kids, um, you know more of where we come from and that we have to just embrace our culture more because I was raised to love my culture but I was raised to kind of mind my own business like you know like 
you if you see this well no te afecta a ti just you know mind your own and now it's kind of like well now we have to speak up because you could be the difference between one bad thing that you see and you didn't act upon you know so i feel like growing up here my kids ask a lot of questions and i mean the only thing i could do is is be truthful you know because we are we're living um we're kind of living in a in a time where we have to raise kids that are aware of their surroundings and where they're growing up and 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 not necessarily because um they see a lot of homeless people outside of Chicano Park doesn't mean that they're bad people or you know like it just means that they're people that i don't know they don't they don't have that the support system pero no porque están aquí son personas malas because my kids are always like oh like should i be scared i was like no we're safe we're walking down the street nothing is going to happen yeah. you know yeah it's about i feel like it's those experiences that create um mm -hmm. sort of uh something to take from rather than making assumptions right because it's yeah exactly stereotypes and certain uh, ideas of things but the more you have experiences the more you do the more you read the more you learn uh the more you can say oh well that person is actually i'm sure is it's a symptom from a bigger issue, you know, whether, yeah. it's, whether it be that. And it's easier to have em empathy for someone that you see like that when you can sort of relate to some of the things that you've gone through yourself, you know? Yeah, exactly. So again, it goes back to having those experiences, you know, like if there's something I wanted to have or want something I want my kid to have is those experiences. I remember, like I said, when I think of my memories, I remember things that are very personal to my, very attached to my personality, you know? And I don't know who he's going to become, but I hope he doesn't become an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's I feel like that's all we fear. can do. I hope that they don't yeah. grow up to be assholes. <laughs> yeah, that's my biggest fear, that he grows up to be the person that I, I roll my eyes to now, you know? Yeah, and yeah. the closest way, way I can get to that is just by giving him those experiences and have... Exactly. He has empathy. And it's like, hey, man, like, you know? Yeah. And having, having them be aware, you know? Like, yeah. as a parent, you just have to help them be aware and 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 learn to you know like my daughter like she asks questions and everything i try to be like very truthful because you know i she's like well mom why why does your shirt say this and why does your shirt say that and i just i tell her the truth <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's good right like i mean those are things they're gonna face head on someday and um, we all hope that things are changed by the time they're grown up yeah they're formulating their own opinions but let's be honest it's gonna take a while so it's better that they know not just aware of themselves but aware of other people you know like yeah exactly I, like, my kid is six so the idea of like racism hasn't come up but i'm sure it will you know and it's one of those things that, like how do i condense it you know but it's a conversation that'll take some time and mm -hmm. um it's things they're gonna face it's things they're gonna have to put up with and I think, again, things like your shirts and things like that can open that conversation. Yeah, why yeah. Would they have this, why would they have that, you know, and just go from there. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I, again, I was going to ask, so with uh, with your brand, is there anything that you've noticed, um, whether it be through social media, whether it be with, like, in person, is there something, has it changed uh, since you started doing it? Has it? Have you taken it in different directions, or has it always just sort of been the same? I know you mentioned that you started making custom stuff and now are making very much on brand, but ever it since changed. Brand, yeah, I was gonna it say changed that. because I didn't see myself having a shop ever, you oh, know, okay, like wow, okay. I didn't, I didn't see it going that direction for me. I didn't know I wanted a shop until 
I wanted a shop. Like <laughs> literally it was brought to my attention of, Hey, this is, there's a spot that's opening up. And I was just like, well, I want it. Like, yeah. I didn't even know what I was going to do yet, but I knew I wanted it. And I that's knew awesome. that, be, well, because I would have messages on Instagram and be like, Hey girl, like I want to come look at your stuff. Where's your shop? Or, Hey, I just got off work. Can I stop by and look at your shirts? Where, where are you located? And I just can't have people come into my, <laughs> my house, you know, cause this is where I work from. Yeah. Um, and so that idea popped in my head and I was like, well, I want a place where my customers can come, not just on walk the block because I was just there one day out of the week, you know, like I wanted them to be able to come and, and um, I'm a person that has to touch everything when they shop. Like I have to, you know, like I have to feel the material and I know a lot of people are the same. So I feel like it's taking me into a direction where the shop is just, I've included other things I've added. I don't know if you saw, but I included like my keychains and they're embroidered keychains and they have the same saying as my t-shirts. So that's something that I worked in there that the girls love. Everyone just loves them. They make really cute gifts and it makes a statement. Yeah. <laughs> no, but so you've expanded your line and they went from again, yeah. like, some shirts to your brand shirts to now it's, now it's a whole thing, right? Like, yeah. Now it's like, it's like little things here and there that people, that the, the girls just love. Yeah. And it's all, you know, it ties all in together. I have like feminist pins and just like funny, like, like the funny keychains, the, the quotes, the shirts. I started doing like these really cute wine glasses. It's just, it goes all together. You know, and when I started doing the shirts, I was just like, oh, boys, I'll just do birthday shirts. Like, it's fine. There's a birthday every weekend, like, you know, and it just <laughs> turned into something so much bigger. Has craft, being crafty been always sort of part of you? Or is this something like a new talent you discovered? No, I've always been like, I feel like I always I've always liked it. You know, yeah. when I first got my machine, what I originally wanted to do is that I love to bake. So I wanted to make uh -huh. like custom cake toppers cupcake okay, toppers yeah. and birthday stuff and you know like dessert tables but then um i would always order my shirts from different different crafters and different girls and um when i started making my son's shirts i was like well i'll just start making my own too it wasn't that hard you know yeah. and I, I just loved it 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 honestly it gives me peace. I literally sit here on my dining room table and I listen to murder documentaries and it just gives me peace to sit there and work. <laughs> it's I don't know what it is thing. about those murder documentaries. I yeah. can't, I, I freak out, especially with the ones and like the ones you watch, you know, it's so yeah. much, but I mean, they're entertaining. I get that, but it's funny. Sometimes I'll just be sitting here. My husband just looks at me like, what, like, what are you listening to? <laughs> Planning a murder there much? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, well, uh, well, that's super cool. So then it definitely it sort of, I'm sure it took you by surprise, like the success you've had lately and just the fact that you have a shop now. I mean, talk about a left turn, right? It's so, humbled me more than anything. It has humbled yeah. me, the support. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's great. And again, like um, it's allowed you to do uh, to have now a space, which it's such a big step, you know, in its own right, because now you're investing. I mean, you already have the machine, which I'm sure isn't cheap and you have the shirts, but now you're investing money into an enterprise or into a business. And I'm sure, um, I'm sure it's a big step. Was it scary? You think, uh, I know that you said you didn't know you wanted it until you had it or to, yeah. but was it scary taking that step? It was scary. It was scary. And I knew I wanted to do it 
but I also, I have a really good support system. You know, I have, um, my husband is really supportive and I knew like whatever I had decided, he would just back me up a hundred percent. And, um, like I told you, like even just some of the customers that I've met through Instagram or at events, they have turned into more than customers. They have turned into friends now. And I would kind of like, like, Oh, well this, there's this opportunity and like, do it, Jen, do it. Like they would hype me up and you know, I don't know. I just felt like I had to, I had to go for it, you know, and I'm always the person that second guesses myself a lot. And I feel like since starting this, I've grown into my own, you know, I've kind of like, I've made decisions and I've stuck with them and look at where it's brought me. So definitely I was like, no, I have, I have to do it. It was part of it at all. And I'm not just daunting this on you. You know, you can say no, but yeah, was anything, um, was there sort of a, a hesitation at all? Because you are a minority, not just Latina, but like a woman, you know? I mean, yeah. That's a, that's a strong combination, but it's also a very uh, frightening combination. You know? It's scary. Yeah. Let me tell you something that my daughter once told me. My daughter's eight years old. And before, I mean, I wasn't, I know that it might sound bad, but I was a stay-at-home mom, like completely, you know, I wasn't working or anything. And my daughter would look at me and she's like, mom, when I grew up, do I have to be like you? She's like, do I have to get married and have kids? And I was, and I'd like, I, I literally sat there and I was just like, no, you don't. And she said, okay, good. She's like, because I don't want to be like you. I want to be like my tia. Because my sister, you know, she's not married. She doesn't have kids. Yeah. She went to, she graduated college and she's, she was already like only four or five and making already these comparisons. So I knew that I had to take the step so that I could show her that I could be a mom and that I could yeah. stay home. And I could still make something of it, you know? And so when the talk was going on about back and forth about the shop, she literally pulled me aside and she's like, mom, I'm so proud of you. And that literally meant the world to me. Like it meant more to me for her to say that she was proud of me than anybody else. Because now I know she's watching what I'm doing and she's realizing that, yeah, I am a woman and yeah, I am a minority and I can do it. You know, like if I can do it, this is only the first step, you know, like, now that I have the shop and now that I see like how good it's going, it's only been a week. Now I know I want something bigger. Now I know that I want to go for something, you know, and, and it just makes me happy that she's seeing that, you know, she's growing up and she's seeing that it, it's literally starts from nothing. She saw me when I got the machine she saw me when I started making shirts and she's gone with me to my events. Yeah. So she sees the growth and that makes me happy. Yeah, talk about inspiration, right? But also um, such a good example for your daughter. I feel like it's one of the things, again, we co- we're going back to those experiences we we're talking about. That's something she's going to hold on to forever. You know, mm-hmm. every time she's struggling with something, she'll say, you know, my mom, you know, rolled up the- <laughs> and hit it. She just yeah. hit it, you know? So it, it really shows the, it really shows that, you well, you know, what you put on your shirts isn't just something cute. You no, I'm living it. Because you know, mm-hmm. you'll sell it. It's because you, you're living it. You're, mm-hmm. you really leave it. And I feel like that's what's so authentic about your brand it's that thank you when i see it yes it's cute and it's funny and stuff like that but hearing your story it just makes me like it that much more because it's like oh thank you she's doing it with a purpose you know she's doing it with mm-hmm. something and it's super authentic i think that's really really cool 
I always tell my, 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 some of my customers always ask me like, you know, I'll try it to interact with them and I'll, and I'll be like, well, ask me something, you know, like that Instagram trend, like ask me anything. Yeah. And there was one lady who asked me like, what is your inspiration? And I was like, maybe this sounds selfish, but I'm my inspiration, you know, <laughs> like I'm doing this for me and I'm doing it for my kids and I'm doing it for my daughter first for her to realize, you know, that women aren't just supposed to be one thing. Like we're so dimensional. We can do so much and, and she can too. Yeah. And you're completely multifaceted. I, I agree. And I think it's, it's one of those things that like you mentioned like when she asked you, you know, she had to be just like her mom. Um, I, I'm sure at one point, did you ever question that yourself before that? Was there any point? You know, like, like I do want to do something. more. I was, I feel like I got married really young. I got married at 21 years old and I had her at 22 and I did go to college. I didn't go to a four-year college, but I had my kids and I was staying home and I was, I it got to a point where I was like, well, what am I doing for myself? You know, like what is one thing that I'm doing for myself? Like I'm a mom and that's fulfilling in itself, but I need more. You know, so I feel like when my sister or somebody makes fun of me because I'm turning 30, I turned 31. I was like, girl, I'm just starting. Like, these are, <laughs> I just turned 21. Leave yeah. me alone. Because <laughs> no, I, yeah. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I spent, you know, the last couple of years being a mom and just taking care of like, you know, my house and my kids and this and that. But like, I feel like finally I'm doing something where I can show them that it's just, you know, I can be a mom and I can do this too. No, I was gonna say that uh, that is uh, painfully relating to myself because I was I'm also a young father and it's one of those things where you feel almost guilty for being selfish, you know, and not even selfish, just for thinking about yourself a little bit or having yeah. some sort of existential questions, and you're like, no, 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 like I'm I'm here to I should be working and I should do this and blah 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 and just like sort of go down the rabbit hole of like uh, stereotypes, really, just those gender roles, you know, it's like stereotypes, yeah, myself to the floor so that my kid can do better than I did, you know. And, and I feel like that's, that can be a little scary because sometimes a lot of people, I'm sure it leads to the resentment to their family or just to the people mm -hmm. around them. Despite the fact that they, like yourself, have a very strong support system, some people may not see it like that. Some people may yeah. see it like, uh, like, again, they might resent it. So I completely agree. Sometimes it's good to have that sort of thing for yourself that kind of keeps you, it's a challenge, you know? It's you sane. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it keeps you from going crazy it really does and in the weirdest ways because i'll have people like tell me like you look so stressed because i'll be like oh i have to record this and then edit that and then do this and they're like just drop it like it's fine i'm like no you don't understand i enjoy it like yes it's stressful, yeah but i enjoy mm -hmm. it and somehow it's just it's so entertaining you know it's like a, it's a hobby you know but yeah in your case of course you're making money like it's it's a progressive hobby very yeah hobby. some of us like myself that have this podcast it's just a creative hobby and it just lets me sort of you know i'm just like uh, yeah at the end of the day so. but it can you know like for me I, I don't know like you said like i have to do this i have to do that like you're stressed i feel like i work the best under pressure sometimes i have walked the block on saturdays and i'm over here sitting in my kitchen doing 40 <laughs> plus shirts on friday night up until one in the morning and yeah. And it doesn't, like, you know, it just, I like, I crunch it. I get it done. You know, it just, yeah. it just works. Yeah. I was actually going to ask about that in regards to your, um, to the products that you come out with. Is it something that you have sort of seasons where you kind of post, have something, post them, sell a couple and move on from the design? Or do you keep sort of a catalog of the stuff you've done and just kind of take orders? 
Well, yeah, that's something that I have opened to my customers. All of the shirts, like I could have done a shirt six months ago. And if my customer asks for it, I will do it. Okay. You know, and I feel like I'm open also to like, if they want, if I've made a design on a black shirt, but they want it on a white shirt, I'm open to, you know, customizing that for them because we don't all, like I said, we don't all like, I love white. Not everyone likes to wear white and, you know, so they ask for different designs and different colors and it's fine because as long as they leave happy, that's all that matters to me. You know, they're wearing the shirt, they're wearing it in the color they want. And you know, it just, it's, it's more them than me, but then it's still me because of the message. Yeah, of course. And it's still your brand, you know, it's still part mm-hmm. of you. And I feel like it's so, it's so great that you're flexible because I'm sure a lot of people are like, no, this is how I made it. And this is how I'm going to sell it. Yeah. You know, And it's good that you're willing to be flexible with your creativity. Cause at the end of the day, like you mentioned, it's still your brand. I mean, it's still yours. You're just yeah. nice. Cause I'm sure you, that's the kind of service you would like to get, right? That's where it comes. Yeah. They love it. They service. love it. Yeah. They love it. They, I always get good feedback on that. And I'm really open about like, Hey, well, if I don't have it in your size, because I, um, I get a lot of questions. Well, up to what size do you carry? I'm like, girl, I will order up to four XL for you. You just tell me and I'll make it happen. You know? And I always have them on hand. I always have them on hand. And it's one thing I don't price them differently. I, I, I keep them the same, all the same price because I tell the girls, I was like, I have had to buy plus size. And it's not our fault we're chunky, you know? We don't have to pay <laughs> yeah. more for our stuff just because we're bigger. Yeah. And it's the same you know shirt, right? that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's great. That, that must mean a lot, again, for those people. Uh, talk about being considerate, you know? Because I'm sure that we're shy to ask. Well, I'm not, yeah. everybody, but I'm sure some, some were shy to ask. Because, like you mentioned, sometimes the size isn't there, you know? And, like, I, there, I can't tell you the amount of times I've seen a shirt in a rack and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to wear it. And then, I go up and it just doesn't fit me <laughs> and I'm like, no, it just, it, you know, it really breaks your heart. Cause it, you, you want it so bad. You know, yes. You stick it with you, so. that means a lot of people don't want to ask. They, they, they're kind of like shy about like, Oh, well up to what size do you carry? And once I tell them, then they order. Yeah. And then I feel like it makes their day because not a, everyone orders, you know, like bigger sizes. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And again, like I'm sure some people are still shy enough, but it's great that you, you're willing to, again, to be flexible because a lot of people I'm sure aren't. And especially with like um, things that are off of Facebook, uh, no, sorry, Instagram, you know, things that are buying off of uh, social media, which has become pretty popular, you know, little, little shops and things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times those people are, um, they're doing so much already that they aren't willing to compromise. So I was going to ask you, how do you find the time? You know, you say you're flexible with the, the kind of content or clothing that you uh, provide you're also a mother you're a wife I'm sure you're still dealing with all this sort of stuff at home it's hard it's hard <laughs> but um literally the fuck gender roles is here huge in my house because my husband helps me so much if I if he gets home and I'm just like swamped with work I don't have to worry about the kitchen or the cleaning or anything because I know he has my back because he tells me he's like well the last thing i want you to do is get finished with work at one in the morning and still have to clean yeah you know so it's that support system like i feel like it's been so good and i've gotten so far ahead because of that because i have someone you know to have my back yeah no i'm, I'm sure that's gotta go a long way you know it's part yeah. of i'm sure again like you mentioned support system is part of what would you, i would say credit to to your success so far right for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
And I was going to say, is there, have you ever thought about doing any kind of collaboration with any other kind of brand or anything like that? Is there anything like that in mind? I love, I love it. I, I have a friend who does um, a lot of hats mm. and we always kind of like come together and um, sh I'll do the shirt and she'll do the hat and we'll sell it as a combo. And a lot of the customers love that. So um, we're planning one soon. I really, I love, you know, I'm really good friends with um, Glau from Soloka and yeah, I, I would die if I could do a collab with her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I know Labex and I have talked about doing something together. Um, the shop actually, I mean, I guess it's a little, the collab, the, the shop is a, like a space where I wanted to bring in different women vendors. So you okay. can find like Labex at the shop. You can find um, the girl, my friend, um, Chathu from the hats there. And it's like a space where I wanted these girls to grow with me, you know? Yeah. That's actually a great, uh, I was going to ask a question about that, you know, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know where that your shop um, provided other other sort of uh, what would you call it other vendors right so mm -hmm. yeah vendors, can you explain a little to me because this is a relatively pretty new uh, concept that I've actually only found out because of Barry Logan um, mm -hmm. so could you explain to me sort of the concept of that having a shop but yet having multiple vendors how does that how would that work if I were to go into your shop and like one and two things like, do I have to pay you to two different accounts or how would that work for me as a, as a customer? No, I think with the, with the, with that, with the vendors, I have to, you have to sit down with them. And like with me, um, the girls and I, the girls that I have in the shop, we had already talked a lot about, um, working together in the future or, you know, this or that. And so when I told them, they asked me, they came, they, you know, they asked me like, Oh, I would love to be a part of this. And it's just, you know, coming down with them and talking to them, like, how are we both going to win? How are we yeah. both going to, you know, how are we going to support each other and help each other grow? And I feel like that's, that's what the shop is about. I love it. I know it's a lot of my stuff and, but they bring whatever they want. Right. And then, um, I, I sell it for them. Yeah. And, well, and you're providing a, a space for someone that matters. Mm -hmm. Right. Someone like yourself, uh, maybe had the opportunity to have a shop on, but someone maybe smaller didn't. Yeah. It goes a long way, right? Because like you mentioned, uh, Walk the Block is only once a week and all these other vendors, they're, so, they're only so often, they can only do so much. So if and it just gives them, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> it just gives them a space. Like, um, like I said, like a lot of the girls are kind of like the same as I was like, oh, hey, I want to look, go look at your earrings. And this just gives them an opportunity to like send them to the shop. Their stuff is there and they could go and pick up, buy and anything. Yeah. It just works out for all of us. I feel. Yeah. yeah and like you mentioned uh, with walk the block, I'm sure if they went in for earrings, then they saw your shirt. You're like, Oh wow. They're in the same place. Or that's all. If they probably, if they like one, they'll probably like the other. Right. I'm sure it's very similar. Very yeah. Similar. And you know, all of the girls, we wear each other's stuff. <laughs> awesome. So I feel like we're over yeah. each other's own uh, walking advertisements for yeah. everything. <laughs> That's great. And I love, I love that because I will never be the kind to be like, oh, well, where did you, did you get your shirt? I was like, oh, well, I got it from this girl and she sells t-shirts too because I won't ever, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I won't ever say no. Yeah. That's awesome. That's got to yeah. be very supportive. So then even within your shop, it seems like it's a, uh, well, you're, you're living by what you mentioned, right? Like you've, mm -hmm. you've appreciated the uplifting of the community and you're sort of doing that yourself then. Giving it back, giving yeah. it back. And, and, you know, like I told the girls, I was like, um, 
si me va bien a mí, nos va bien a todas. You know, yeah. we're all growing together. Yeah, and again, you're sort of bringing into light that sort of niche uh, sort of clothing, right? Like, like I mentioned, your stuff, uh, it's very specific. Well, not very specific because anyone could enjoy it, but it's like, you know, it's the same sort of people buying it, right? Mm -hmm. People that uh, relate to the uh, to the clothing, that people that have the, like I know <laughs> one of my favorite shirts is the one with the conchas, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that shirt, you know? And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I grew up eating conchas that look amazing and just seeing that yeah. it makes me laugh. And it's like, that's such a cool shirt. So it's one of those things that uh, it's more than just, um, it's just a graphic tee, you know, it, it's a throwback to your culture. It's yes. a throwback to you growing up eating concha or just the fact that you like them. It's like, hell yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Awesome. I had to make the concha in multiple colors. I made it in brown and I made it in pink. Yeah. And once I had a customer who was like, I hadn't, I didn't think about it just because, you know, there's chocolate conchas or vanilla conchas or strawberry yeah. conchas. And there was this girl and I was like, which conchas do you want? She's like, girl, she's like, have you seen me? She's like, I need the brown ones. And I was just <laughs> dying because it was hilarious. That I, shirt is it's awesome. I was going to say, I'm ashamed to say I hadn't gotten the connection till now. Either. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought the same. I was like, oh, strawberry. Yeah. Because I actually yeah. haven't seen the chocolate one. So that's amazing. That's super Yeah, meta. it's fun. It's, it. you know, it, it just, it's fun for the girls. It's just, I love wearing, I love wearing my own shirts, you know? Yeah. Everywhere I go, I always get like compliments or like, if I know I'm going to like, um, I'll try not to wear a lot of the ones with the bad words. <laughs> but um like, but uh, I, I wear them the all the time you know <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm sure like i'm sure you get asked a lot about them right it's like oh yeah wow, very, yeah yeah i was gonna say that's one of the reasons like a lot of the shirts that i all have are very specific you know i love um merch uh, uh shirts i'll have one from all my favorite bars and coffee shops and all those sort of things because like, anyone can have a nike shirt you know what i mean yeah so you can have one that says um border x on the back or one that says Lesquina, things like that, mm -hmm. people will go up to you and be like, oh, I love that place. Or, oh, my yeah. God, I didn't even know they sold shirts, you know? So you just sort of, you make, make a new friend and things like that. So I really Yeah, I've had some of my customers ask me uh, to make them a shirt with my logo on it. And yeah. I just thought, I was like, really? Like, you? I didn't even want to charge them for I was like, I'll gift it to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just humbling, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, do you ever think about taking the brand in that sort of direction where you're you develop a logo or you use your logo as sort of the uh, the face of the entire operation? I don't know. I have never thought about it. Maybe, maybe not now, but definitely in the future, kind of just like have the design on the front and then just kind of like my logo on the back. Yeah. I've definitely thought about it. I guess I just would want, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I would want. I guess it just hasn't come to me. <laughs> now it's kind of like the shop. I hadn't thought about it until I wanted it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things that once you, um, one, you'll look at your logo one day and say, yes, it needs to be on a shirt. Or maybe you just redo the logo in your head, you know? Yeah. The, I feel like I, I myself have a logo that I've seen so much. I loved it when I, when I got it, you know, when I first had it. And now that I've seen it so much, I keep thinking to myself, I need to redo it. Like I just, you need to change you know, it. Yeah. It's just, you know, and I, every time I ask people, they're like, no, it's fine. Like it, it's straight to the point you know, it's San Diego. And in my head, I'm just like, no. <laughs> so it's funny how, how that happens. You, like you mentioned, you don't know you want something until you start wanting it. And like, yeah. And then we realized, yeah, that's great. So I was going to say, um, is there any other endeavors uh, or any other directions you think of taking the uh, brand with? Or anything like that? 
I, I want to do it all. I want, I want to include, I definitely want to include um, kids shirts. Mm-hmm. I get asked for them a lot. I just haven't, I've, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever like felt one of my shirts. They're really, really soft. Yeah. And so in order for me to order the kids shirts, I want it to be the same material where I love it. Like, you know, it, I wouldn't sell it if I wouldn't wear it myself. Exactly. That's kind of like my thing. And so I really want to include kids, but I want to find a shirt that I love that the parents will love as well. And it's not just one shirt that you can just wear once and it's going to go back, you know, like it's a shirt that's going to stay soft there. It's not going to shrink and you know, like you can wash as many times and it'll still have a good, a good life. Um, but yeah, I really do want to do, um, kid shirts. I want to incorporate more books into the shop. Like, you know, what books about, um, people in our culture, uh, powerful women that, you know, anybody could come into the shop and, and learn about, you know, I have a couple of shirts on, um, RBG and I have customers come into the store and they're, they don't know who she is, you know? So yeah, no, I that's get definitely that. the but direction. They, I'm going. Maybe they didn't know who they were when they walked in, but maybe they walked out of there knowing Yes, they can look her up. Right. And yeah. how much she's done for yeah throughout the years and how, how terrifying, you know, her death must have been for so many people, you know, yeah. for me, but as a woman, I'm sure it was terrifying to see that the person that was fighting for your rights the most, you know, had passed away. And unfortunately, and I'm not trying to make this super political, but behind <laughs> it, you know, just this fear of someone completely opposite, it was just going to be, exactly. in, you know, it just seems like, uh, yeah, no. So I, I totally get that. And that's so cool. Again, it's just that idea of like empowering women as a whole mm-hmm. you yourself are now an example you know, and that's so great. We talked about a little bit with your daughter, but how amazing uh, is it going to be for younger women to be able to walk into your store and see you, you know, behind the counter and be like, wow, this is your stuff. Like, like I can have something like this, like someday that's, that's going to be really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, um, like, like I said, that's where the direction that I want to go. Um, my daughter, my sister and I, we buy her a lot of books. She, you know, like my daughter can sit here and have a conversation with you about Frida. She can have a conversation with you about Martin Luther King. She, she knows about RBG and it's, I feel like we need to, we need to open the subject up more to our kids. Just don't no YouTube, no trash, just learning about people that matter. You know, that's kind of like something that I do with her just because She's never young enough. You know, we have to raise these, these strong girls. I and I feel like that's, that's where I want to go with it. Oh, that's great. That's, uh, and that's actually a great note to end on. Very inspirational. <laughs> so with that, Jen, thank you so much for the interview. It's been so much fun. Uh, where can we find you? Where can we look you up? So my Instagram is at 30 flirty and crafty. And the new shop, you guys, is really cool. It's uh, 2151 Logan Avenue. Um, in the art hub it's you'll find lots of little shops there and it's just amazing thank you so much for having me i had so much fun i can't believe our hour is over yeah let's add another one (laughs) (laughs) how about this how about we have you back i'd love to have you back just have a run shop. i know you mentioned you had just started with the shop so i want you uh we'll schedule it for a couple weeks from now and you can just give me a full rundown of how everything yes maybe you'll be back and you're like i should have never had a shop No, I hope not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, it'll be great. I told you, these conversations fly by. They're so, there's so much fun, especially when I get to talk to people so inspiring. 
and as motivational as yourself. So thank you so much for thank coming Thank you on. so much. Thank you for having me. I'll see you around. Yes, Come by your girlfriend, the Concha shirt. I, I have to now. Yeah, definitely. Now that she hear me mention it, she'll be like, why do I not have a, a Concha shirt? <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. It was so nice talking to you. And definitely, we have to do it again. Yeah, I can't wait. All right. Take it easy, Jen. Awesome. Bye. Bye.